this is Masajani, and welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is episode 123, part of the Ascendance series, Ascendance, The Arrival, Part 2. This is the second half of my interview with Ron D'Amica. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to part, uh, part 1, which was episode 122, please go ahead and do that so you get a full understanding. Uh, he's gone through an amazing spiritual journey to get to where he's gone. We're going to be talking about his experience in depth so you can understand what to expect along the way and have a smoother path towards your own higher connection to pure source. So during the, so once you got into the 21 days, um, can you yeah. explain, yep. like maybe before you got, once you started with me and then uh, before the healing mastery, yep. say, so that span of time, and once you, I don't know if you want to, say this, uh, once you had um, uh, infestations of presences around you? So oh, yeah. It had a family history of it. Yeah. So yeah. talk about that and then how that maybe cleared up. So uh, after I finally connected with Moss and allowed myself to, to take that step, um, when I began the 21-day process, um, things it, it was like I started noticing, oh, that was the interesting thing. I started noticing dark presences showing up, mm -hmm. really interesting infestations, as you caused you called it. Right. Um, I would go in, I'd listen to one of the 21 days, and then I would sit in a state of meditation for a while afterwards, and all of a sudden I would find darkness literally encroaching on me. Right. I, it, literally, I could feel it. And one particular situation was coming off of the left hand side, mm -hmm. and as it was happening, I'm watching this happen, and. I, I kind of got afraid for a split second, but then I just went into this space that I started accessing when I was doing the 21 days, and I just had to stay stable and strong and consistent in that space. And literally, you know, if you are not of, as you call it, pure source, mm -hmm. um, if you are not of this, you, you are not welcome in my space. And I had to hold that intent with consistency because it was like they just, they weren't progressing any further at that particular point, but they right. were just staying there. Right. It was like I, I could feel they were waiting for me to weaken. Mm -hmm. And I literally was not going to falter. There was nothing in me that was going to quit. I was going to go until it was done. Right. And eventually, they just started fading away. And they, as they were fading away, I literally just said, you have no welcome space here with me anymore. So what Ron was talking about, dark, he started, after doing the 21 days, he started to see the dark things around him, okay? Uh, again, this is not about EI, it's not about me or anything bringing in dark things. What that, it's, what that is about is that EI, exponential intelligence, shines the flashlight on what's been around him all the time. Uh, I believe your family's infested with all that stuff. It's a long yeah. pattern. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So again, it's not just... Do the 21 days and shit starts showing up for you. It's not like that. No. It, literally for me, and, and this is how I've always seen that, I've never I've never blamed anybody for what shows up in my life. Of course. And what comes up. But I know a lot of people do because it's easier to point the finger than it is to really just register that, you know what, we carry stuff. You carry stuff. I mean, stuff. it's just, it's simple. And I know my family history. I know, it's like I, I got most of my intuitive qualities from my father's side of the family. And that is one dark cesspool of manipulation. 
and distortion. I mean, it's just, it was really, it was, it was always there. And I, I was always looking for a way out. It's interesting. And I'm going to bring up this because we were talking about this earlier. Yes. You know, we hit the darkness in the family lineage piece Mm -hmm. and it was about two years ago. Um, no, sorry, it wasn't about two years ago. Shortly after I started working with Moss, mm-hmm. um, my father came into my office one day with my mother, and he <laughs> literally started demeaning what I do in front of my clients. And as we're talking about it, it was like, oh, that was his way of me getting him, me, him getting me to jettison that side of my family out of my life. Yep. Because he still carried it. And yep. as long as he was actively in my life, with what I was going through, it would have influenced what was going on. So his spirit literally pulled, created a situation for me to say enough, yeah. as as did with me. Because after that, everything started moving in faster for me. So this is like conscious confirmation that you are disconnecting, in his case, contracts, like age-old contracts. Uh, and that was this final, say, draw or straw that he said, no more, this contract is yeah. done. So, and, and I stress this because I can get you to the point of deletion or delete those patterns or tear up those contracts for you. You have to confirm the deletion, and I stress this over yeah. and over again, is that you have to confirm the deletion at some conscious level. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that has been something that has been consistent. Yeah, it's once that door opens, and and I, I want to reiterate it because it's really important. You have to show yourself that this is your truth. Yes, you have to own it by becoming it through your body. If you do not bring it through your body and live it, you're opening yourself up to the potential for reproducing itself in a different way. Right. So, uh, and I want to highlight the nuances of what he was saying. It's not like okay. I don't want that no more. No. I don't think. Uh, no. It's that confidence that comes from deep inside. Yeah. It's like, hell no. This yeah. has got to stop right here. I don't care what happens. I don't yeah. care if I die. Uh, this contract has to be broken. So you have to have that much believability, uh, sustenance, and truth in you. And once that comes out, then it's like, okay, that that's deleted. You know, I, want to, I want to reinforce this with one thing. This mm-hmm. just happened. Mm-hmm. I My pattern has always been in the presence of controlling individuals or controlling situations, I would withdraw. Last weekend, it happened. I withdrew. The next morning, I woke up, and it was no more. And I was willing to shatter, and I did. I shattered everything in my life, saying, I will not live this way again. Right. So everything that was in place, literally, it's like taking a glass vase, dropping it on the ground, and saying, no more. Yeah. And once I did that, mm-hmm. I couldn't implode anymore. I couldn't withdraw anymore. I literally, my whole system felt like it was being pulled forward. Didn't your physical body change as well? Everything started so, shifting, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm just kind yeah. of scanning um, um, from the, his past, just still kind of a residue. Yeah. Um, so his physical formation, his chest was more, say, concave. Yes. You know, and this is the patterns of how people run when things just keep attacking them. Yeah. You know, from him, from yeah. the front side, just boom, boom. Physical people, people on the other side, entities, aliens, 
I mean, you name it, this guy had it, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it would literally show up physical structure, yeah. which is like something pounding on you. Uh, so tell a little about that because uh, I think, I don't know, what, in one of the business sessions, the business mastermind, the, yeah. I was seeing, it's like, wow, your physical structure, your bone structure actually changed. Yeah. More into more of a solid, confident-looking man. It was the next day. Oh, I had you the day after I did that. Okay. <laughs> because literally, it's it's just, he said, it's like, what happened? And I explained to him what happened. And it's literally, everything just And I didn't loose. see him. It was not over the phone. It's like, wow, your yeah. physical structure is like, what happened? And that's what I noticed, too. It's like, you know, when you have this pounding at a physical level, energetic, spiritual level, yeah. and like, it shows up physically. So you may, and I did it when I got into bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. um, I built up a very strong physical ch chest cavity. Yeah. But my back was compensating for it. Yep. Now what happens is my spine started stacking instead of my spinal muscles being used to straighten me. Right. Everything just went boom and it just fell right into place. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and literally I, there was a lot of, you know, you'll, you know, people say, oh, I question, I'm questioning things. No, you're doubting yourself. Okay. You know, it's like I, I doubted myself. It's like all of a sudden that, that doubting capacity just went flush. And then the questioning was questioning for clarity. Right. It was for higher truths. Right. I wasn't sitting there questioning myself. It's like, okay, so show me more. Because I want to understand this at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, it was like, wow, it was easier. It, isn't it? Though? Everything got easier. Because you own the level that you're standing on. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, what's next? Rather yeah. than, I'm not sure what I'm standing on. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to last. No, it's not like that. You just mm -hmm. own it. Yeah. And you can never go below that. And then yeah. it's like, okay, what's next? So, yeah. so talk about uh, like the healing mastery, some of the things that you've gone through through the healing mastery, and then we'll come back around to your arrival. Yeah. Um, I did both healing mastery. I did the healing mastery and the advanced. Okay. Um, and I did them pretty much back to back. Okay. Um, it was only a couple of months in between, but um, it, it was interesting because every time I did it, um, every time I got into one of the modules, what I would notice is if I couldn't feel it at the moment, I would automatically start sensing something in me shifting even though I couldn't necessarily identify it mm -hmm. I could feel something shifting and then sometimes it was moments sometimes it was days I would notice it starting to change out here what I would do and say wouldn't necessarily change mm -hmm. but where it came from was what was changing people were noticing that I had more confidence I had more steadfastness I was clearer but I was able to my 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 endurance at a physical level continued to improve. My endurance at an emotional level, mental level, and spiritual level, it's like everything just, it's like all the effort I ever put into everything started realizing itself very rapidly with each and every module. It would pop open another layer and my whole system would just come into alignment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the way I would practice started to shift. And again, we've already talked about it. It's like I was able to move things in people more readily, get better results for them. Um, I wasn't struggling as much. The obvious started showing up. It's the things that I, I was, you know, you're not able to see or you're ignoring. Mm -hmm. They just started showing up. It's like, oh, it's like somebody knocked on the door, you open it up and go, oh, that's you. Okay. And then you can, you go face it. Of course. Yeah. You know, and then 
Well, and, and if I needed to, and I needed to get like a reinfusion of it, and I love what you said about your, your podcast, it's something in me knew that it's like you're going to step into that timeless space by reconnecting through the podcast. You know, it's like you, it, it's not about going back for more healing. It's about te- stepping into that timeless space mm-hmm. where everything is perfect. Right. And then you just have to release all the things that you've allowed to glom onto you. Right. That have covered up that perfection. And that's what I started seeing with greater consistency. Mm-hmm. And then I literally, all I could do is like, I just craved more movement. I craved going deeper. I and it didn't matter if everything in my life fell apart, it was going to fall apart. Did I have fear around it? Yeah, I did. So, so was that the healing master? The first that was the first one. All of what I'm talking about started within the first, and then that leveled off. And I knew the second one was coming. I'm like, I'm doing that one. I just knew it. Yeah. And once I once this one finished and I got into the second one, the the time between the end of the first one and the readiness for the one that I did in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally everything that happened in the first one accelerated repetitively. It's like every time what happened was, was really interesting because I've always known this. The first person I ever worked with said this. He goes, you come to the end, you start at the beginning again, then you go into the next layer that's underneath that. It's like you just right. keep, it's like a wheel that keeps rolling across a, a perpetual you know, field. Right. And it's like that's what happened between the end of the first and the beginning of the second. I literally just kept going back to the beginning of the module, module one, module two, module three, module four, and module five. I just literally keep going into it, breaking something down, realigning everything, creating a better foundation, and then going. It's just, it just started happening naturally. And I continued to do the 21 days. Mm-hmm. I would, I literally would go through, I'd go through your entire list of the um, the podcast that you had that you had done before, I'm going okay. We got to do this one, this one, and this one, and I just knew which ones I needed to do. I pick them out, and I go. I literally immerse myself in them. Let them run in the background. Listen to them all night long. Sit for a couple of hours a day. I would just stay in it and just keep the momentum going. When that was done, I jump into the next one. So on the healing mastery advanced, um, um, the. Did you notice that the changes that were still in you had to, it's almost like a centrifuge that I see, yeah. uh, you know, had to get pulled out of you, no matter how attached you were to it. Exactly. And mind you, you know, yeah. he's done some, uh, the business masterminds, or the mastermind series, so, you know, we, we have a little more chance to talk. Yeah. Uh, but did that make sense to you? Do you want to talk it, about some of your experiences there? No matter what you held on to, whether it's your girlfriend or yeah. whoever or yeah. whatever, yeah. your concepts of uh, your concepts of teaching, everything. Or, uh, do you want to talk about some of the high points there? Yeah, it was interesting because when I got into the healing mastery, um, the advanced, what I noticed was everything accelerated. And it was in the use of a centrifuge. I look at it. I've looked at it and explained it to people like being put into a more refined osmotic membrane every day. <laughs> you know, it's because with a with a membrane, you know, the more the tighter the membrane, the less garbage can get through the mem- membrane because you're right. looking for purity. Right. And what ended up happening was it was just everything happened even faster. It's the things that I was afraid of letting go of just literally got forced out the door. Right. And it was and even clients. It was having a certain number of clients. So what if you held on to it? Because I know, oh, I'm sure you've held on to it. Oh yeah, it was just it was torture, isn't it? Though? I mean, it literally I, was I tell the you most guys painful. All the time. So. I, and, I've, <laughs> and I've got to explain, you know, 
it's after the healing mastery and, and I'm going to kind of jump a little bit, but it's still, it's like these things catapulted things forward. Mm-hmm. My tolerance for my tolerance started to diminish. You know, it's what I allow myself to tolerate. I couldn't tolerate anymore. So I couldn't tolerate that tolerance, you know, and it just, you, you literally, and if I didn't jettison something, I felt horrible. And the moment I let go of it, I could breathe. But the thing that was really important for me, and I see this with a lot of people, and this is why I'm bringing it up, it isn't about there's something wrong with the people or the situations. No. It's what it is within you that you're going in distorted is the issue. It's never about the scenario. They're there to help you bring out who you truly are and see what you're still carrying that's not you. And that's one of the things I had to keep going back for because there are times I hated people. I literally hated being around people because everybody was like nails on a perpetual chalkboard that just never stopped. And I'm like, how do I stop the noise? And one day it was really simply, walk away. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And once I realized walk away and I walked away and the noise stopped, I'm going, it can't be that simple. So let me break that down. Yeah, please. (laughs) Because you might be going, you know, especially the old, say, paradigm of religion and, and, and spirituality. It's like, well, if he's ascended, or arrived, as Moss calls it, then why can't he stand people? Why can't? Why does he hate people? Why is he getting more irritated and all yeah. that? That's actually part of the process that your spirit uses for you to separate from the identity of who you were. So the distortions uh, of other people, like you said, reflects back upon you. And and again, it's not that all the distortions that people have, you know, is part of you, and it could be. But it's actually the desire or wanting to move away from the identity of human form. Because a human form is very weak, very distorted. And, uh, so that gives you the propulsion to walk away like you did. And it's not just walking away physically. That's the physical representation of what happened at a higher level, at spirit level. He literally walked away from say that distortion that always always around him that was right. always abusing him that was always like hammering him on the chest it's like hey dude uh, no more of this as you walk away uh, you get to be say now a more calmer much calmer, much more settled you strengthen and this is what Jesus Buddha Muhammad all those great individuals they go through the same process they walked away from 10 for about 10 years out of civilization started to know themselves and pure source through an awakened spirit they come back to civilization or society they come back and they go oh okay i've arrived from here i've been on that journey now let me help you now i get to see why you irritated me in the past it's like now um now i get to see a clear perspective on who you are or who you think you are compared to who you really are that makes sense. That makes you? perfect sense. Because you see the beauty and grace in them, and then you see the distortion in them, which is very different than people going, okay, you shouldn't judge, you know, because that judgment is still there. That's not the point, right? You can't be politically correct, and that's why he said he hated people. But yeah, he hates all the distortions that are around exactly. people. Now it's like the beauty of their presence, mm-hmm. and then all the distortions that, and that that's the difference between 
his healing ability that if you put it into say one sentence is that he gets to see the beauty and grace of who you truly right. are and then the distortions that's not you at all and exactly. he can just ignore that now as yeah. he ignores it just imagine if all the people ignored the distortions that you are uh, you wouldn't live any distortions because you can't reflect back on right that's a deeper science for another podcast to run when you hated people that venomously, <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, did you hate me? Because a lot of people, they go through the point is like where they hate me yeah. for putting them through whatever. I, I want to clarify, I didn't hate people, I hated being around people. Right. Um, but I never once put any of the onus on you. Uh, Sorry. Aww. I think this is first one. <laughs> um, and, and, and I do want I do want to say this. It's even when I was going through it with the other people, I never put what I was going through on them. Right. I would in my own self hold them responsible for what they were doing that was destructive in right. my viewpoint. But I never blamed them for it. Right. Because I don't think you really should blame anybody unless even if somebody's doing something outright, you're there. Right. How do you get yourself out of it? So don't take the blame, take the responsibility. Exactly. And, and as it unfolds, just realize it does get easier because what's happened now that I am where I am, it's, it's everything I release because there's so little distortion in my system at this point. Believe me, I still have some. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't determine who I am. Right. Whereas it, when I was getting it out of my system, it was still becoming my behavior and my actions at times. Right. That's a separation of identity. Right. It's like, oh, that's not me. I can just let it go. Right. By the way, it makes detox a lot faster, easier. It really does because it's like even when I, I shattered it after that last session we did, it's like when I shattered it, everything's gotten so much easier. Yeah. It literally is no different than going and taking a shower after you've been running around the mud. Right. I mean, it's that. it really is that simple. You might scratch yourself if you rub too hard because of the grit, but otherwise... You're okay. You come out clean. You're ready to go. Um, so as we wrap up, it's not just healing abilities, but your whole life structure is changed. And that's the thing. The foundation of how I live my life is forever shifted. You know, and yes, and I, and I say it this way. It's like what I can do for people is a side benefit. Mm -hmm. You know, it literally is. It's an expression of what I've become. It's not something I do anymore. It's who I am. Who you are. And that's the key to true healing, uh, as you start to heal yourself at such a deep level. Uh, you're a shining example of your work. So, Ron, thanks for your time, my friend. Thank you very much. For Excellent. I appreciate everything. Uh, and for you guys, uh, for you all that's out there, uh, are you guys ready to take a fantastic journey and come to your arrival of who you truly are? See you next time on Exponential Intelligence. Take care.